Welcome back. We're going to call this the Miggy and Mar show for now. That's Miggy over there. I'm Mar. So it's the Miggy and Mar show. We are in our pilot episode. This is our first time. We're kind of just trying to see what happens. I have a few other podcasts. I think Miggy's been on uh, quite a few. I actually watched one of his live streams last week or two weeks ago. Super dope where he created an NFT on camera with an artist like doing it in person too. Um, so what we're going to talk a bit about today, something that I've been kind of getting my feet wet a little bit for the last couple of weeks, but I'm pretty sure Miggy has been uh, dove in a while ago, and that's uh, really NFTs, but more specifically like the NFT games and play to earn. So I just got, I have two or three scholars. I have two scholars working on my third scholar for a game called Axie Infinity, and then I um, just got my first zed horse to start racing zeds um and that's kind of my experience so far been awesome i've made money which is wild and um and yeah i like it so what's your experience Maggie? what do you think about crypto games and all that man no that's a i think that's a great start for sure i mean if people who out there who know about axie infinity know that uh currently it's like ranked like the number one play to earn game mm-hmm. which uh you know to be under the play to earn uh umbrella requires uh a triforce you know mm-hmm. we definitely want a few things that we want to get out of these games and utility and being able to uh invest minimally and earn is a big thing so uh axe infinity is one of the t- games that are my team is, is currently playing uh what i'm playing as part of our team is um splinterlands and blankos i haven't been playing blankos too much but it's definitely going moving up on the ranks uh it's definitely a great way to earn you while you're that? playing and it's a lot of fun What's that one called? Blanco's? Blanco's Block Party. Okay, I haven't I haven't heard about that one. I got to check it out. So um, much fun. It's a first person. You get a little little guy. You got to go do stuff like missions and have, you know, competition. So it's a lot of fun. It's a little bit more interactive than most of the games. That's awesome. And then Splinterlands is one I've definitely heard of. I think that's probably going to be the next game I try and jump into. Um, that one seems to be pretty profitable and popular as well, right? Yeah, that one's, again, moving up the ranks. It's definitely, I think, within the top three of the top uh, play-to-earn games. Uh, it's a trading game, battling card game. Uh, they're starting to add a little bit more layers to it, but their token just got released on Binance, which is the SPS. Yeah, that's um, It's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, they give you opportunity to stake your coin. You earn, wow. depending on the power of your deck and the cards that you have. And uh, it's, it's turning out to be a really good way to earn some income uh, with the minimal investment as well. That's awesome. So um, I got a couple questions. I'm going to probably say both of them. We'll see which one you answer first. It's whatever. But one, when you say minimal investment, um, like about how much is that would you typically say? And then other question, if you want to uh, keep it going is how did you kind of get into all of this? And I'll explain how I got into it um, a bit after that. So for the minimal investment for Splinterlands, I think the, uh, it's about 30, I can't remember. It costs about 30, some $35, I think, because to get started in the game, you have to buy a spell book. Mm-hmm. Uh, once you buy the spell book, then you're able to battle and use your cards. And I think, I believe you even get started off with like a starting deck, which you don't own the cards, but you get to use them to battle. And then as you progress and you do the quest, you can earn other cards. You earn uh, what's called dark energy crystal and also SPS and their other like in-game coin. And with those, you can upgrade and buy more cards and do stuff like that. You can even rent out other people's cards or rent out your cards. If you have really good ones that you're not using, uh, you can rent them out to others to use. Um, but what got me started was 
when I first got involved with NFTs, uh, there was a game called Our Planet, <clears throat> which was a pretty big one at the time. It's still being developed, but uh, Our Planet attracted me to the space because they they gave you the ability to stake your NFTs in their game, mm. and they rewarded you with their in-game currency. So they were one of the first to create like a really big uh, decent, uh, DeFi aspect to it, to where you create passive income just by having NFTs of their choosing, and then you stake them in the game, and they rewarded you with their coin, which their coin's called a Ether, A E T H E R, and that coin is tradable to wax. So, wow, it was a great opportunity that people were really pulling in some serious income in. Wow, when like, when did you get in that? Um, that was probably back in February or March. Nice. uh well yeah like march is when i first got started into the nfts and uh the, that game was like one of the first ones that and splinterlands one of the first nfts that i got one of the first things that i got involved uh when i found out about nfts i found out that they had games so i started you know exploring that and the passive income man was definitely attractive to me at first but i like actually playing the game too so that's yeah, when i started yeah. to move on that's the thing so the way i got involved um first real quick actually how many people are on your team uh, right now, I believe we have a team of about seven uh, people, including myself, and we um, all are interactive with the games we play, and we're, we have a play-to-earn team, uh, which we're going to be creating uh, content for as well and teach others about these games and how to play them and how to get invested with either no investment or very minimal investment. Right. I like that. So um, the way I kind of got involved or started I'd actually have to give you some props because uh, you posting about it all the time definitely mm -hmm. got me a little bit uh, intrigued seeing Ken uh, Bozak talk about it or Hunterlands and stuff, seeing people just show this passive income. I was like a little bit interested, but um, basically the guy who's going to make the intro for this podcast and outro do like minor editing. Um, he's my, I have a Filipino virtual assistant, which is awesome. Um, something I think is awesome. It's just a great way to get uh, work done for a lot cheaper than in America with just as good quality um, and giving someone in um, another country just an opportunity. So he yeah. was editing videos for me for a while and then basically kept on saying um, Axie Infinity, Axie Infinity, Axie Infinity. You got to watch, you got to check out Axie Infinity. And I was like, okay, okay. I'm a little oh, you busy. Up a little bit. So, uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. All right. So my uh, Filipino virtual assistant kept on saying Axie Infinity that he wanted me to check it out. Um, so I was a little hesitant, wasn't doing much. And then I started seeing uh, like some crypto influencers started talking about it. And I was like, what is this Axie Infinity? Um, turns out pretty interesting fact. So in Philippines, a lot of people work in Hong Kong, similar to how Mexicans work in America mm -hmm. and they send their money home because it gets a lot more for like their family. So Philippines goes to Hong, Filipinos go to Hong Kong, send money back to the Philippines, usually does a, uh, really well for them. In August, there is more money made by Axie Infinity than in Hong Kong going back to Philippines, which is just wow. like mind blowing to me. But um, eventually I was like, all right, let's do this. Uh, let's do Axie Infinity, I'm um, convinced enough. So. We bought our first um, three axes. You need three axes to get started. It wasn't really a small investment. We spent about $1,000, right. which um, definitely was tough to do to spend money yeah. on a game that looks like Pokemon. But um, <laughs> right. we made our money back, um, I think, in like 
two months maybe. Oh, wow. Um, where I'm getting passive income, 10 to $20 a day. And he's getting an opportunity to make 10 to $20 a day, which is more than most Filipinos make. Um, yeah. So that kind of convinced me. And then we, um, I basically saw you uh, talking about your play to earn team. And when I heard team or I saw team, I was like, why don't we kind of try and grow this a little bit if it's working? So um, we got three more, you call them scholars in Axie Infinity, people who kind mm -hmm. of um, you manage. And um, right now we have three scholars who are on our team and uh, making money every day. The payout isn't as good as it used to be, but right. um, still just passive income, which is pretty cool. Then um, started exploring more and saw Zed Run, which is about horses. And was like, mm -hmm. you know what? I want to uh, do some horse racing. That's pretty cool. Um, I haven't figured out if there's a way to get like a scholar under there where I don't have to play. But similar to what you said, it's kind of fun to just like play these games. Like, uh, yeah, you just don't think for a little bit. You put some buttons and it's kind of fun. So it's, it's not worth it hourly wage wise doing it that way. But to mm -hmm. make a few dollars just playing a game is pretty cool. Oh, absolutely. I the potential is huge, man. Like, like I said, most people who do play video games spend hours and hours playing games where, you know, you don't get anything out of it. Besides, you know, you get to have fun. You get yeah. to spend money like, you know, Fortnite, you get to buy the skins, you get to buy the stuff and, you know, you get to upgrade your characters, but you don't get anything. So like for people who are that dedicated when they play these games, like like you said, they're actually creating a passive income and, you know, they're generating something monetarily and the more time they spend in the games, the more they get to earn. So like, it's just a cool concept, you know, to play, to earn that instead of paying to play these games, you're playing and you're earning. So even if, you know, like you're saying, even if it's just a little bit, like anything, you know, getting a dollar a day playing a game, like, could you imagine, you know, like yeah. that's an income, you know, and for some people that that's a big deal, you know, even if it is, like I said, 30 bucks a month. You know, there. That's the idea is that we want to help uh, teach this game to kids with, who are part of low-income families, low-income right. housing, and that way they can help supply incomes for their families. You know, their parents to help them buy groceries and shit like that. Definitely. I mean, in a third-world country, a dollar a day is um, enough. Like that's a lot. So, yeah, massive. Uh, yeah. So for like most of the world, that's actually probably not bad at all. Um, Absolutely. I guess. Um, similar to how I felt at first, although I was a little bit more understanding because I've been into crypto for a while and I know um, some things seem weird, but they just work. Um, there's probably a lot of people, or there are a lot of people, my friends ask me all the time, like, how does this work? There's no way it's going to last. Um, where's the money like coming from a little bit? Yeah. Uh, and they're all just skeptical. So I personally, I don't think, um, for example, Axie Infinity has lowered their payouts. I feel like payouts will probably lower um, for some games over time, mm -hmm. just because um, you can't have such high payouts for everyone for, for that long. But oh, I absolutely. kind of feel, um, and maybe this is a little bit just trying to be optimistic. I feel like there's always gonna be, um, or not always, but there's gonna be a new game every month or two that becomes oh, yeah. like a hot game. And yeah. you kind of probably just have to, get onto the hot game in the first month or two and then yep. as long as you're there probably let's say for half a year then it'll probably not be as worth it um to play but there's always gonna be new ones popping out that'll be worth it you kind of just have to keep on it what's um absolutely what's your outlook do you think similarly to that or do you think like 
Axie Infinity will still be around in five years paying me $10 a day. Uh, I think you're right. I think the earning potential for games that are already out may decrease a little bit just because, you know, the nature of what, of how it works is that they create a coin. Um, and so most of their coins have to have a some type of market cap. But the market caps for a lot of these are, are really high. So, mm-hmm. you know, it may be a while before we see, you know, some of the payouts decrease. But I think what that's going to... Um, cause is that it's gonna you're gonna have to play more so i think you're right though there are a ton of games coming out even now uh and a lot of these games are still only in their early development you know they're in the alpha and beta stages so some of these games that we're playing and earning on they're still not even fully developed yet and when you compare that to the amount of games that are out currently with like you're talking about nintendo xbox playstation i mean huge collection of games so i mean we definitely have a very long and bright future with blockchain gaming is because it's just now getting started and so if you compare that like i said to normal games i mean damn man if we had just as many play to earn games as we did normal games like it would it would there would be so much out there that you could potentially earn income from so that's the goal and i think the payouts yeah man they may decrease for certain games over time as more users are added but I think with the amount of games that are going to be coming out and just that potential that every game we used to play before can turn into a play to earn game. So but Fortnite can turn into one of these games, you know, Call of Duty, all ask. these games. You think a lot of re- regular games are going to start coming up with these models to. Uh, oh, absolutely. Either they either they will or they'll uh, find a way to bridge uh, because that's I mean, that's where the space is going to be directed to. Like esports is already blowing up. Um, and Real so quick, a lot. Quick. Can you yeah. explain what eBridge is, just in case some listeners don't know, or what bridges? I mean, um, <clears throat> so for the bridge over would just be, you know, uh, there's different ways. Uh, one way in particular, there's a, a brand called Chain Games who um, they created their own token and their own platform, and they made it to where other games who weren't necessarily blockchain games could uh, be used on their platform, and you could earn their coin for playing on their platform um but there's other ways you know that these games could actually become blockchain games you know like the uplift game that we play it's a part of a minecraft server so they've Mm -hmm. taken something that was already non-blockchain game and they've added a layer to it to make it a blockchain game so those are just a couple examples of like how they could bridge over but i mean who knows we may see full full on that these games may just you know, recreate themselves to be fully automated in the blockchain space because all they, you know, a lot of them are set up to do that. It just takes a little bit of adjustment. But I think we'll see a lot of games coming out, man, for sure. Definitely. And what what were you saying about the e uh, esports? Sorry about that. Oh, I was yeah. saying that you know esports right now is is huge, and especially during the pandemic, we saw a huge like uh, rise in uh, esports uh, participation, not just with the people who play, but with the people who watch. Uh, we've seen crowds grow and, and, you know, viewers and audiences grow. So this space is already starting to blow up. And now couple that with the blockchain earning potential, um, you know, my team and myself were personally involved in a lot of this space because we do operate out of the largest esports stadium on the planet mm-hmm. in Arlington, Texas. It's the largest dedicated to the space. And so um, we see a lot of this happening that uh, we've seen an exchange um They've basically sponsored an esports team. We've seen other esports teams trying to get involved. We've seen uh, other platforms trying to create esports like 
competitions. And so that's basically what we're doing. We're taking what is already in esports and we're making that connection with the blockchain world. And that all that's going to happen at our blockchain gaming festival in December. And that's going to be like the start where we can kind of take those two worlds, those two concepts and put them in one. So esports is just, you know, it's just gaming is just, uh, you know, I guess electronic sports, you know, it's just people get to play in tournament style um settings you know where it's like going to a football game but instead of seeing people bash each other you're watching people play smash brothers you know or like call of duty and stuff and so we're going to take blockchain games and do that you know create competitions create teams focus on certain games to play you know create all this competitive nature but we're going to stream and have audiences and just take the esports world and apply it to that that's awesome. So that's um, December 20th, you said, in Arlington? Uh, December 3rd through the 5th is going to be our actual festival. Yeah, and that we're going to be, like I said, that's going to be one of the first things that happens to kind of bring the two worlds together. That's awesome. I um, I wish it was like a week or two later. I feel like I have uh, my last week of the semester teaching around then. Um, but I'm actually, I'm planning on driving to Texas um, right when the semester ends, where that oh, would nice. be perfect. But um. I'll be watching. I'll be streaming it. Yeah, we'll be available in VR, too. You know, we're going to make it possible for everybody to participate either in person or online. So that's one big thing is, you know, also bringing in those two ideas as well, in-person events and the virtual world, because a lot of those things that are happening are virtual. That's so we're awesome. trying to bring back in-person things, too. Yeah, no, and, and I feel like that's um that's like the best way to do it, because unfortunately, it seems like we might... um be forced back inside in a little bit um and that would suck where i feel like a lot of people are trying to go all back into in person which is dope but um it's nice to have that other um option of being able to see from home just in case absolutely uh, go bad again or some people might be scared or whatever it might be yeah for whatever reason that some people can't make it or don't want to make it you know having that virtual option is always awesome and and with the nature of what we're doing like it, it's very easy and seamless to to you know integrate that world so like i love this like that's why esports and blockchain game are going to be huge because like we don't have to have physical venues. It's nice to do it. And luckily we have a very beautiful one, but right. you know, we have, we could stream all that inside our facility online. Well, you know, so pretty soon I feel like uh, the online facilities are going to look just like the in-person facilities with all of the uh, oh, yep. like development going on in the metaverse, um, which I'm super excited for. And I feel like that's different than these NFT games, but at the same time, kind of um all in the same like trend absolutely i mean the thing about nfts is that it really creates another layer to just basically every system that you can apply it to whether it's games or business or even just life like there's a lot of aspects that this creates another layer and it just makes it to where we can do these things um ourselves you know we don't have to rely on all these big companies to to come out with this stuff we can just grab a few people gather them together and you know make these things work for us so it's pretty awesome man i think you're right we'll definitely see more of it and it's going to be great to introduce this to the stadium for sure yep and um and pretty awesome too it seems like you uh are gonna be one of the um like top people in the industry i feel like uh just because we're so early um even if you don't do too much, you're still going to be just like a, a top influencer, a top dog, because um, it's so early. And I feel like a lot of people are looking at us like, what are they doing in five yeah. years? They're all going to be doing the same thing. A hundred percent. Yeah, which is pretty cool. But 
I think that about wraps up time for me. Um, I, I had an awesome time for the first pilot episode. Hopefully you, you're down to do this again, because I definitely am. I learned a lot from you talking. Um, and I'm sure anyone who listens, usually there's not too many listeners in the beginning, but we'll get more and more over time. I'm sure the listeners learned some stuff too. Um, so appreciate that as always. Any last words, Miggy? Uh, no, man. Thank you so much. I appreciate this. I love, you know, the opportunity to get to talk about, you know, all these different things, because that's one of the biggest issues is that, you know, we see a lot of it happening on our end, but it's not really crossing over into the other regular world, I guess, because yeah. uh, there isn't enough, you know, talking about it, you know, so like you said, a lot of people don't actually even know because they don't get to hear about it. So I love these opportunities to talk about things like that, just to introduce people to it. And uh, I definitely look forward, you know, to bring more content. And uh, in December, man, like I said, that's going to change a lot of things. So stay tuned, you guys, it's going to be awesome. Exactly. Awesome. Well, thanks again, brother. I'll see you hopefully later today in real person. Yeah. We're doing the virtual hybrid thing also. But um, I'll see you in person. And uh, everyone who's listening, my mom, probably. Thank you. Love you. I'll see you guys soon.